perfect spice choices for healthy food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free, gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose Diabetic Cuisine Spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your girl, Butter B. Rocka. Listen, I am very excited about today. She is a realtor, a marketing strategist, a speaker, a coach, the author of Out of the Box. She has been seen on HGTV, Steve Harvey, Oprah Winfrey. She's been on everything. So can you guys please show some love for Miss Denise Schroeder? Hi, I'm so excited to be here with you. I am excited to have you. How are you doing? I am amazing. And you are look more beautiful just in person here than you do in all of your stuff I've researched on you. Thank you. I appreciate (laughs) that. I appreciate that. So here at Transparency Talks Podcast, I like to dive right on in. Can you give everybody a little background about yourself? Well, I am, like you stated, I'm in Oklahoma City and I am, I run a real estate company with my husband. Um, we just celebrated 10 years in business here, um, which is a huge deal to survive working with your husband, I think. And um, we've got five kids. We blended five kids. He was my FedEx guy. We saw each other every day for five years before our first date. And then we married blended five teenagers four of them were girls which was an absolute estrogen circus in my house and then we both quit our jobs on the same day within the year first year that we got married to become self-employed so um it hasn't been easy but it's been i'm really glad that we took the leap and i probably wouldn't have done it without him um because i'd had you know Two decades ago, I wanted to get my real estate license, and I was in a relationship and surrounded by friends, family, all my sphere of influence that said, that's crazy. You know, that would be an expensive hobby. Why in the world would we line the garage walls with superficial pictures of your face on them with no yard to stake? Um, It's just kind of a crazy outer limits idea. And so that dream didn't die, but I definitely... You know, I got a PhD in kind of suppressing my dream because I, at the place I was in, in that relationship, I kind of felt like I had to have permission to pursue things. And I had kind of lost myself 
in that relationship. And I began to realize that once I didn't really get the support that I wanted when I knew that I was convicted to get my license. And so um, I had a soundtrack that wasn't healthy, you know, that I wasn't enough, I wasn't valuable, I wasn't loved, I didn't have what it takes. And um, it, it became unhealthy. And I knew that I, I really needed to move forward and get out of that situation. I'd been married almost 10 years with two young kids. And I actually saw a commercial in Oklahoma City for, from a reproductive center. And I was staying at home, I didn't have resources, and I really was afraid to tell my parents, my friends, I was pretty prideful, you know, that I needed help. And so I donated my eggs for 1500 bucks. And so I gave myself injections three times a day. Um, I was bruised, I was swollen, I was a hormonal, you know, basket case and it was all in secret. You know, I couldn't, didn't tell anybody what I was doing. I didn't want to be judged, but I thought, well, this is a great way to get some money. At that time, $1,500 was a lot more than it is now. And just that I wasn't subscribing to this life anymore. And I had to kind of, I was waiting for people to send me a life raft. And I finally got to the place where I was going to rescue myself. We're taking a pause for the cause. It's your girl, Butterbee Rocker, Transparency Talks Podcast, baby. Listen, this is Jordan Danielle with that one.
the time that I was trying to kind of crawl out, scratch, crawl, scream, you know, my way out of the situation. And my mom had gotten misdiagnosed with a hernia and she was 49 and I just turned 50 on Friday. So, you know, the same age as I am now, which really, really puts things in perspective. She went in for like an exploratory surgery and the surgeon found a, a, a tumor. It was all encapsulated and he said, she doesn't even have to do preventative chemo. Well, she went from about 90 pounds to, she'd lost 11 pounds in 14 days. And uh, the pastor's wife came to the hospital room and he's, she pulled my dad out and she said, she's dying, they're killing her here. Get her out today. So they metaflighted her to Oklahoma City and I can remember sitting, you know, in the, in the waiting room of the OR just, you know, anticipating someone telling us the fate of my mother. He came out and said they mutilated her. There's perforations all throughout her colon and cancer has spread very, very quickly and violently through her body in just this short amount of time. And basically we found out because I'm from a small town, one of the nurses that was in the OR divulged that the surgeon was in a hurry to get to a college football game the day that he did my mom's exploratory surgery. So that explains why it was such a shoddy situation and he left all those perforations because he was in a hurry. So we lost my mom very shortly after she turned 50. And so going through all of that tragedy, you know, it was like I had this battlefield of the mind, like I didn't I was trying to grieve my mother. I was trying to navigate this $50,000 custody battle I was going through, this acrimonious situation um, with my ex-husband and the father of my kids and not what I wanted. I wanted to just have a normal, amicable business relationship with this human being. And um, finally, after two years of intense therapy, um, I remember like walking into Kathy's office and I said, I show up and I'm here because that's what I do. I show up, but I'm too broken to be fixed. But let's, you know, let's, let's see what we can do here. And she said, well, we're going to rewire you. We're going to reprogram you. We're going to rediscover who you are. And I said, you know, I want to be rebuilt. You know, like the saying goes, Ford tough. I don't want to ever be in this position where I'm broken and spilled out and don't even recognize myself. And um, I told her, I said, I don't want the unhealed parts of me to hurt other people. My kids being first and foremost, I knew that I had to heal and I had to grow and evolve and really drill down and do an autopsy on my life because I didn't want to end up in this situation again. And I didn't meet my husband that I'm with now. There were, you know, there's years that passed that I was getting in a healthier place. Um, relationships I had, but by the time I met him, I was in a place where I was open and ready for a relationship. I feel like if you pick people when you're broken, when you become healthy, you're not, you wouldn't have picked in retrospect the same person. And so, you know, that's a mistake I've made in the past is picking from a broken spirit. It doesn't work. It hasn't worked out for me anyway. So finally, I was in this healthy place to fall in love with my FedEx guy. And he was sexy and he had a thousand watt smile and the kindest eyes. And I truly felt like after our first date, we kind of, we, I'd loved him for a thousand years. That's kind of the familiarity I felt with his spirit. 
And so we got married really quickly and people thought we were nutbags because we blended five teenagers. And uh, we probably were crazy, to be honest. And then, you know, they say don't do major things within a year of major things. Well, we get married, we blend these five teenagers, and then we decide, hey, we have $30,000 in the bank. Let's quit our jobs on the same day and pursue being self-employed. So that's what we did. And um, we didn't arrive at doing real estate for three years, and we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary um, in real estate. So it's it's been great going from a place where someone told me, someone didn't have a dream, and I allowed them to steal my dream because they didn't have one of their own, and that was on me. I, I wasn't in a healthy place where I could stand up for myself and advocate for myself, and the things that I went through, really there was a lot of treasure in my trauma. I really believe that because it built a warrior in me that I don't know that I would have dug down deep enough to recognize and utilize and know that was there. So I don't know about you, but don't you feel like God uses our failures, our denials, our mistakes? He uses us not to hinder us, but to give us extra credibility just to be like a beacon of hope and a lighthouse to other people. Absolutely. And I became a family law mediator, um, not because I wanted to mediate divorces, but um, I also got my certification and certified divorce real estate expert because walking through my divorce was the darkest time in my life. You know, it was so difficult. And then coupling that with grieving my mom, I just had this deep sense of empathy that I wanted to help other people get through it as unscathed as possible. And when you sell your home, you're selling your dream. You know, oftentimes you're selling the place you brought your your babies home and you know, you you've built a life and all of a sudden it's gone. And so that's been one of the things that I've been able to do and minister to other people is um, God has thrown so many dirty, dirty divorce situations at us to help them get through their real estate processes. And, and that's been a real gift for me to be able to help others navigate something that probably taught me the most in my life. So we're going to take a pause for the calls. I am your girl, Butter B. Rocker. You can find me on all social media at Transparency Talks Podcast or on my personal page at Butter B. Rocker. Right now, you're listening to Vinny Kush with No Cry. See, I couldn't even sleep last night. Yeah. I was thinking, I was dreaming there was someone else holding you
said I can't get you off of my mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to drink myself to sleep, so I won't dream of you at night, baby. See, real man cry, let's just make it clear, baby, no lie. I'm pure full of tears for you. Sometimes I wish that I could walk away. Yeah. Sometimes I wish that I could start all over again. But I can't. Cause you made me wonder. Yeah. I wonder why you treat me this way. Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why you treat me so cold? I'd be lying if I said I wasn't thinking about letting you go. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why you gotta treat me so cold? Yeah, okay, okay. Said I'd be lying if I told you I didn't think about letting you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, riddle me this, riddle me that. Why are you always giving me that? We supposed to be in love. Treating me like I'm a scroll. Who's got time for that? Yeah. There are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talks podcast, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London. Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B U T T A B R O C K A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbiraka, and subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. One, two, Three, woo! I, I just don't understand How you say you're my man But won't tell me you love me And you, you still don't have a plan been taking my hand And by no one above me And we We can't keep going round and round My head is spinning We can't keep playing house You're the only one winning mm. It's my move, so 
people do experience not having someone that supports their dreams i think it's a two-way fold because you know on one instance your dreams is is just that it's your dreams right and it's something that that it was given to you you have a passion for it now hopefully you know your support system will support your dreams but you are the one like i'll get visions for my for my projects what they are technically my dreams that now my husband supports me on but they you know he doesn't have the same per se vision he doesn't see what I see until it's actually done because they come directly to you so yes. so you know it was great that you was able to 
stick to your dreams or go after your dreams. I mean, first you suppressed your dreams because you didn't have that support system, which is very important because, you know, when, when we get those dreams, we're very excited. We want to tell people, we want to go after it. And then if you don't have the support, it does. It will, it will completely uh, make you close-minded. It'll make you shut down. And then you start thinking, well, maybe this ain't what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But I just want to encourage everyone you know, your dreams is your dreams for a reason. It's a blueprint and it's a, it's a signal directly from God telling you this is something, if you can dream it, then it's something that you can physically achieve if you put forth the, the effort to go after it. So I'm just grateful that you got the strength to pick yourself back up and to go after your dreams despite if anybody was going to support you or not. And then to get yeah. married and y'all both be bold enough to say, you know what, <laughs> I'm quitting my job. Let's do it today. Yeah. And y'all both quit. Oh, that's, that's, that's hard right there. <laughs> it was, it was scary. You know, yeah. I mean, our kids were old enough to say, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> are we going to be able to buy groceries? I mean, we had these conversations in our house because they were watching everything that we did. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, but I wouldn't, they watched us grind and they watched us go through the grit and they saw the dips and they saw the long hours and the desperation and they heard cries. They saw that, but they also saw us never give up. Yeah. And that's important for anyone to see. I have two boys myself and I've been an entrepreneur. I left corporate in 07 to pursue music and I have been touring since wow. then. And they got to see exactly the same thing. They got to see the downfalls, but they also got to see the triumphs. And I think that that builds a lot inside of them and shows them, you know, the tenacity that we have as parents, you know, to go after our dreams, despite what other people might say, because again, it's your dream. You got to fight for what you want and you did just that. And now you have a very successful business doing real estate but not only real estate you're doing marketing you're doing all of these different things you've now written a book all of these things is because you had the strength to go after your dreams so I give you much respect and kudos (laughs) oh thank you so much I think that you know I didn't start you know real estate till I was 39 and when you wait that long in your life to like step into your calling I felt like I had this immense pressure to catch up like mm-hmm. I have so much I have to achieve than I had in the back of my mind. If I die at 50, you know, just thinking, you know, my mother did with all these bucket list items unchecked, what do I want to achieve in this next 11 years? Yeah. And so that was a blessing and a curse because it's good to be driven. It is also imperative that you have margin and balance in your life so that your work goals don't swallow your family Mm -hmm. time and quality time with with your spouse and Mm -hmm. you have to be very intentional on that especially when you work with your spouse you know you tend to only talk about business so Mm -hmm. it's a it's definitely a dance that we that we have to navigate but we have to prioritize our relationships and and we've been able to do that so okay so I want to talk about your book, Out of the Box. Now, it has a longer title, and I want you to tell everybody the title because I was very intrigued with this title. <laughs> yeah, it's Out of the Box, my response to everyone that ever told me 
that I couldn't make it in real estate. And so, and the book is kind of, it, it's not negative in any way. It's just basically, I use the negative seeds that some people, you know, decades ago planted inside me that I could never make it. And I told Troy, I said, when we, when we do this, we are going big or we're going home. Like this is, we are going to make this happen. Failure is not an option. I've waited two decades to do this. And so I wanted to pave our own lane and um, we've used, you know, creative marketing, storytelling, um, unique things we've done with our clients, but we've also been able to use the power of TV and media and, you know, some things performative. And that's been a really unique gift, but I wanted to share the unique approaches that we've used to be able to exponentially grow that are actually applicable in any small business. I'm in real estate, but you know, I also do marketing coaching. I'm also an author and you know, the book is applicable to anyone just to spark hope. And I hope kind of be like taking a, a juice shot, you know, creative juice shot to give people ideas and to tap into just being more innovative and not being afraid to be different. We taking another pause for the calls. Tell the DJ to turn it up, turn it up. This your girl, Butterby Rocker, Transparency Talks Podcast. This is one of my singles. Make sure you check out the music video. This is Straight In My Heart.
like the show then make sure to share your favorite episode and subscribe to the transparency talks podcast taking a pause for the calls it's your girl butterby rocker transparency talks podcast baby this is one of my friends raven with euphoria
take a trip to euphoria Cause I heard it's more than a beautiful place Filled with bliss and amazement We're here together, everything's so much better So much better Let's take a trip to euphoria Cause I heard it's more than a beautiful place Filled with bliss and amazement We're here together, everything's so much better So much better my market there's 10,000 realtors and I want to stand out and and that's difficult you know in the music industry it's saturated you right. you've got to pave your own lane and some people are af kind of afraid to create their own lane um, I'm actually addicted to it and have always gravitated towards that but I just hope that the book empowers and inspires people and if my book sells a hundred copies or a hundred million copies I was called to write it and so that's why I wrote it, hoping that maybe I can share the way we've gained success. Maybe I can help others do the same. Okay. Can you give us three tips on how someone can share their story and stand out amongst the crowd? Mark, I mean, every day. So in, just for example, if I sell a house, it's really easy for me to go put a sold sign in front of the house. But if I do a back handspring, and do a boomerang or you know do a video in front of the house that's going to anchor something bigger than just seeing somebody sold a house mm -hmm. um if i like to share my clients stories which we have to have the relationship to earn the right to share their stories so recently i had a couple and they were selling their it was his parents home they'd had for 59 years and they got engaged in the driveway so i had them reenact their engagement on the driveway, you know, before we sold the house, telling a story. I um, had listed this Victorian gorgeous house. It was my dream house. And the day of the open house, I told Troy, he always has to go along with my zany ideas. I said, I'm gonna put my wedding dress on. And he said, why? And I said, because I'm doing something just get the video camera ready. So I get in front of that, this big Victorian house. And I said, I had a big party, bizarre, you know, wedding ring on. And I said, come to the open house. You're going to love this house so much. You'll want to marry it. Hashtag put a ring on it. Well, I had always loved this house and, you know, we were trying to sell it. Well, I found out during the open house at the very end, my husband was inside negotiating to buy this house oh, well. for me. And so, but, but it's, it's really fun when you can incorporate just really fun, creative ways to stop the scroll and evoke emotion. And that was kind of a fairy tale ending that we actually bought that house, but just doing, getting out of your comfort zone and getting out of the box, you know, stopping the scroll, but also evoking emotion. 
So I think it's all about storytelling, really. It, it goes back to other people's stories. Do you think that for someone that's just getting started in whatever career, mm-hmm. because like you said, you you do marketing and it's not just marketing just for realtors, it's for entrepreneurs and all different mm-hmm. endeavors. Do you think that the art of st- storytelling is something that anyone can do? And if so, how would they start? Because you know, people- Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the, the way I got started was 20 years ago, I wrote into Oprah and I just had some hormonal issues and I, I emotionally dumped a letter and never thought I'd hear anything back just shared my story and then I got a response in about an hour from her producer and they flew out to our house then flew us back to Chicago and we I sat on the front row and when Oprah directs a question at you they pan to you and I thought this is this is simple I'm just melted into the audience oh she said about 10 minutes before we were to go on the air she said I want Denise up here with me the entire show I'm like oh my god So I'm walking up, deer in the headlights, trying to hold my shoulders back, trying to breathe deeply, not let her see me, you know, swallowing, you know, where I couldn't hardly breathe. And and she looked at me and she said, you're up here because you're vulnerable, you're transparent, you're not afraid to show your story. And if you would just lock eyes with me and just pretend like we're having a girl chat in my living room, you can impact millions of women. Can you do that? And I said, enthusiastically when Oprah asks you if you can do something. Yes, I can do that. And so that was one of the highest rated shows she had in 99. And I went back for a follow-up show and I proved to not have testosterone. So my doctors were trying to tell me that I had postpartum and I knew I didn't. And I couldn't get anyone to listen to me. And we know our bodies better than anyone. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept pushing and I thought, well, who's better to solve this problem than Oprah? And she did. Um, But the point in all that is, it was a pivotal point in my life where I realized the power of being vulnerable. So when we're vulnerable and sharing and showing our own stories and our own darkness and our own dips and you know things that we've gone through that aren't exactly pretty and oftentimes messy, we can impact so many lives. And I saw that in such a big way with the show and I've just kind of continued to do that. We went on Steve Harvey and we were blended family experts And then he asked me to come back to talk about the dangers of teen technology um, with their social media and their their cell phones. And I became a PI because I had five kids that were, you know, in the teen years. And so we've been able to use the power of storytelling and media and TV, not just about real estate, but just about things we're passionate about that we want to make a difference. And so not everybody wants to be on TV. But everyone, you know, if you have a client, no matter what business you're in, that you want to share a really touching story, you know, your local newspapers and publications all around are looking for content. They are, they're starving for content. So start creating some content and send it. I mean, what's the worst thing they're going to say? Taking another pause for the cause. This is Samurai Tai with Alan. Louboutins, it got my bottoms like a lobster, monster. I'ma eat the beat up like it's pasta. No 
Rolling down the street, I'm wearing black just like a mobster You don't want no smoke, you get unhealthy, need a doctor Shout out to my homie, he got dreads like a roster Relay me the word and I might bring a couple shots I be pulling strings, no guitar, but I'm a rock star I be on the highway and I'm dodging all the cop cars Writing all my lyrics, I be writing like an author Know my name ain't Luke, but I am a Skywalker Got that number nine, I'm pulling up like Tony Parker I just like to kick it with your boo, we playing soccer Shawty bad, she inked up like a marker I be steady cooking in the stool like Betty Crocker Way too many bands, I go to Linux, I'm a shopper I'm just trying to jump up to the top like Grasshopper Shawty asked me for that Louis and that Prada She do nothing for me, so I had to give her nada I'm in the casino in Las Vegas in Nevada I got me a foreign thing, she come from Guatemala Ayy and them bands in my pocket Shawty said she want me when she walked inside my closet Ay, We know you faking, homie, stop it Gotta play it smart, I make it back, I make that profit Finish playing soccer, she gon' kick it like a sensei Left the spot on Monday, but she be right back on Wednesday She don't take opinions, she don't care about what her friends say I've been making progress, I've been trying to make some headway Shawty got them curls and she like to use a can too I just get so lucky, number 12, like I'm Andrew can't let her try to tie the knot just like a bantu Always keep it real because I'm never acting brand new Ayy, I'ma light it up just like a candle I secured a drip and used to rockin' Nike sandals Soon they bout to know me and they'll call me by my handle I'ma need a platinum sitting pretty on my mantle Always keep that water, you would think I was a camel And my life's sweet, it can mess up your enamel My indie artists. We are looking for that fire. So if you got that heat and want international exposure for your next single, contact our team for submissions details. Exposure in Italy, London, Japan, South Africa, Nigeria, and Canada. Serious inquiries only on Instagram and Facebook at Transparency Talks Podcast. I even got in touch with uh, an author of a book that really changed my life. And I reached out to him on LinkedIn, kind of shared my story and how his book really resonated with me. And we began a relationship. He put me on his podcast and I host a show called The American Dream here in Oklahoma City. And his baseball team, which is actually a a circus. It's called the Savannah Bananas. You should look it up. Uh, it'll rock your world. They're coming to Oklahoma City, so I'm getting to interview them for our show. But I would have never even been able to start a relationship with him if I wouldn't have reached out and just shared my story and, and how he's impacted me. So I just think there's so many ways that and being vulnerable online. Don't just put your highlight reel, you know, and I'm not saying get on there and complain about every business that you found a hair in your food. That's not the kind of vulnerability I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, my daughter had an eating disorder and nearly died. I shared some of that journey when she gave me permission so that I could help other families because it is such a silent epidemic. Um, you know, you can find things um, that you can share every day that you have no idea other people are going through the same thing and your inbox will flood with, oh my gosh, someone that can relate to me. You know, you, oh, you're on the other side of the tunnel, but they're still in the dark. They just need to hear somebody's voice 
and see a glimmer of light and hope on the other side. And, and that's kind of the mix that we do on social media. It's basically, it's about 20% real estate and the rest of it's just doing life. Make your clients and everyone in your sphere feel like they're literally doing life with you. So when they get to know you in a professional setting, they truly, they truly know you. Like you are, you walk in the walk. And so we just try to be really transparent with social media. And you can use that in any industry. And you're never too old to share your story. That's something you're never gonna be too old for is to open yourself up to be vulnerable. Cause that's really where the connection comes from. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, you I, share your message through music. I do. I do. And I also share it through my book. I was very transparent with my book of going through my divorce and all of my really? ups and downs in the music industry. What is it called? I want to read it. Fear of Failure. Fear, Fear of, of Failure. Okay. That's incredible. I yeah. love that. <laughs> I was at a event in Florida and I heard a person be speaking and he kept saying, tell your story, tell your story. And I said, who's going to want to hear my story? I started letting fear, you know, come into my mind. But it, on this particular day, I've had people say this before, but on this particular day, it felt like he was talking directly to me. And when you get that calling that is that is meant for you to hear, yes. you hear it, you know? And so I wrote listen. <laughs> right, right, when you listen. So I wrote the book and didn't know where to start. I just started and my book became my Amazon bestseller in seven hours. Within that seven is amazing. Hours. Yeah, yeah, of my previous. I love that. So it was really cool and unexpected and scary all at the same time. Yes. I really was transparent, but like you said, people can relate when you are transparent and you just really tell say it from the heart because people do go through things you know people don't want to hear that your life is perfect no everyone knows that's not true anyway we've all got skeletons we've all got a story but it's just having the strength to open ourselves up absolutely absolutely so let me ask you a question how do you and your husband how do you balance your personal life with your work life because if you're doing both if y'all both are working together Mm -hmm. and are married how does that work it's it's definitely taken some time to navigate so we've been doing it for 13 years um we have a set time at night that you know eight o'clock everything shuts down And, um, you know, he came to me when I was writing the book and getting everything ready um, when publishing time came and he said, you're, you're basically abandoning us with this project. Mm. And so you have to be transparent with each other and listen. And so I stepped back and really had to create some margin because not only was I doing my real estate business, but I was doing all of the things for my book. So it's like I had two full-time jobs, plus I was doing some marketing coaching. It was just beginning to get to be too much. So we have communication is key for us. And we're, we're kind of like the Dr. Phil to each other. We just, we tell each other how it is. We're very straightforward and it's worked for us. We also have really clear boundaries on our job descriptions. Mm. Luckily, the things that I really don't enjoy and don't fill my tank and they're not my strengths, they're, they're his. And so that's worked out really well. Um, but prioritizing us before our business is, is paramount because I'm not going to let our business, you know, take down a relationship. It's just too important. 
can you tell everybody how they can reach you and book you for marketing, for real estate, for all of that good jazz? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. It's super easy at Denise Sells Oklahoma. And um, we're on we're on Facebook, but we have a joint page, so our name is a little different. Um, Denise N. Troy Schroeder. I don't know if you can put that in your talk notes. It's quite a mouthful. Um, but you can find me on Instagram for sure. And if you Google me, um, so many things pop up that you can easily find us too. And I, I would love to connect with your listeners and and hear from you. So yeah, follow us on Instagram and and send me a DM that you watch the show. Okay. I forgot to say my book's on Amazon. (laughs) It's out of the box. Thanks for letting me bring that up because I'm such a new author. I forget to even mention it. When did your book come out? It just dropped in October and my uh, publisher died four days before of a heart attack at Disney World. It was a crazy time to release a book, you know, whenever all that stuff happened. So it's, it's been... It's been really hard. It's been an exciting time, but bittersweet because I was really close to her. Got you. I'm I'm sorry to hear about your book. Thank you. Okay, so your book, Out of the Box, is available on Amazon. Make sure you guys go and get that ASAP. And make sure you leave comments after you read it on Amazon because, of course, that helps the numbers go up. So make sure you do that. that. And with that being said, everybody, we are out of here. Thank you so much, Denise. I truly appreciate speaking with you. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Transparency Talks Podcast. I'm going to leave you with the Black Bettys. This is Love by You. Believe how